Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Directions between Dell Boulevard and Prince William Parkway. Still a mess in the district accident blocking the right lane on, on the southeast southwest freeway. Eastbound at 6th and 7th streets and another accident at M Street just before the 11th Street Bridge in Maryland. An accident in Kensington on Connecticut Avenue at Veers Mill Road. The WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Showers coming to an end this evening, and we're actually going to be turning mostly clear uh, later on tonight. Temperature is going to get rather cold, though. We're looking at lows in the 20s by early tomorrow morning under clear skies. Those clear skies will continue into your Sunday afternoon with bountiful sunshine, and temperatures rebound nicely to near 50 degrees for your afternoon highs. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 33 degrees in Friendship Heights. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello there. I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up, a Prince George's County police officer suspended after allegedly firing his weapon at a man. Parents and students get together to fight drugs and promote mental health. I'm Dick Yoliano. Around $200,000 in Rolex watches taken in a smash-and-grab robbery in downtown D.C. More government officials weigh in on more flights out of D.C.A. I'm Dan Rummer. A man barricades himself in a house overnight while shooting at police. I'm Luke Luker. 12 Midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper. CBS News projects that former President Donald Trump will win the South Carolina GOP primary, defeating Nikki Haley in her home state. There's never been a spirit like this, and I just want to say that I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. Never been like this. But Haley is vowed to press forward in the GOP nomination contest, whatever the outcome. I know 40% is not 50%. But I also know 40% is not some tiny group. She has won some delegates tonight, though while the numbers are still being tabulated, Haley also congratulated Trump on his victory. The U.S. and U.K. together launched more than a dozen airstrikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. It is the fourth round of joint coalition strikes since January 11th to pressure the Houthis to stop attacking commercial shipping lanes in the Red Sea. CBS's David Martin. According to the Pentagon, a total of 18 targets were hit, including underground weapons bunkers, missile storage facilities, one-way attack drones, anti-aircraft sites, radars, even a helicopter. 
A statement issued by the U.S. and Britain said the strikes were in response to the Houthis' continuing attacks on commercial shipping and naval vessels in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. President Biden is still considering taking executive action to deal with the migrant crisis at the southern border. CBS's Camilo Montoya-Galvez is in Arizona on how some Americans are helping those who have made it over. Over the past four months, the Tucson sector has recorded a quarter of a million migrant apprehensions, the most of any region. For migrants undertaking this often deadly journey, the work of American volunteers is a lifeline. Volunteers have brought beans here, sausages, peanut butter, and lots and lots of water. They have also brought blankets for the migrants because it gets really cold here. To Georgia, where a judge today denied bond for the suspect charged with the murder of a nursing student whose body was found on the University of Georgia campus this week. Jose Ybarra is facing murder and a laundry list of charges for the death of the 22-year-old Lakin Riley. This court is not authorized under Georgia law to set bond in light of these charges. Uh, However, Mr. Ybarra will have an opportunity to petition for bond before a superior court judge at a later date. Tonight in Hollywood, and Jessica the 30th Screen Actors Guild Awards, historical epic Oppenheimer picked up more prizes, including the top one for Outstanding Cast. This all streamed on Netflix, so there were no commercials. The Oscars are March 10th. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 12.03 on this early Sunday morning. 32 degrees, clear skies, and chilly overnight. Good morning, I'm Michael Toscano. The top local stories we are following this hour. A corporal in the Prince George's County Police Department faces attempted murder and assault charges after allegedly firing his service weapon at a man early Friday morning. Officers were called to Crane Highway in Newburgh just after 1 a.m. after a report of shots being fired. 42-year-old David Hardister was arrested by the Charles County Sheriff's Office. They say he fired his weapon after an altercation. Hardister and another man had arranged to meet in a parking lot where the incident took place. No injuries were reported. Hardister, who has been with the Prince George's County Police since 2005, is now suspended without pay. In Montgomery County, students and parents turned out at Springbrook High School Saturday to learn more about the challenges of mental health and substance abuse. Student groups, health agencies, and law enforcement shared information about the dangers to kids, especially from opioids. Leslie West Bushby, president of Springbrook High School's Parent Teacher Student Association, cites specifically the threat from fentanyl-laced pills sold on the streets. Parents are not aware that these things are happening. They're not aware that things that look like candy are actually, you know, drugs that are killing their children. Parents and students visiting Springbrook High School's Family Forum on Mental Health and Substance Use received training in reversing overdose deaths from students themselves, including Amy Yee of Montgomery High School. We distribute Narcan kits. We go through the steps of what to do when you think somebody's, like, overdosed. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. D.C. police are investigating an apparent smash-and-grab robbery at a downtown jewelry store Friday afternoon. Officers were called to the store on Connecticut Avenue just before 1 after reports someone was using a sledgehammer to smash the store's exterior window. Two other people, apparently, with the first suspect, who then reportedly scooped up nine Rolex watches before they all got away in a Honda Accord. 
A police search of the area failed to turn up the suspects, the car, or the watches, valued at around $200,000. A Manassas neighborhood is trying to get back to normal after a suspect barricaded himself in a home Friday night. It began at around 7 p.m. last night at the corner of Liberia Avenue and Bayberry Avenue in Manassas. Manassas City Police arrived after a call about gunshots at the house. Police confirmed to WTOP that the scene quickly escalated with dozens of police cruisers filling nearby streets. More shots were fired inside the house, and then the suspects started shooting out at police. They took cover and report no injuries. The barricaded man was holed up in the house for several hours before surrendering himself to police just before 1 a.m. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Police tell us the suspect was hospitalized with a gunshot wound to the chest area. A woman was found dead at the Ivy City Hotel in Northeast D.C. Police are investigating it as a homicide. She was discovered Friday morning. According to D.C., police officers responded to a call about an unconscious woman at the hotel near 1600 New York Avenue around 11.20 a.m. The victim identified as 36-year-old Romaine Maddox of Northeast D.C. D.C. police announced Saturday that 59-year-old William Barrett of Northeast D.C. was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Investigators also suggest that the victim and the suspect were known to each other. It's 12.07. A group of government leaders is pushing back against a move to bring more flights to Reagan National Airport. The Metropolitan Washington Council of Government says adding five additional long-distance slots at Reagan National would make the airport less safe and add to congestion in Northern Virginia. The Senate Commerce Committee recently okayed those additional flights as part of the FAA reauthorization bill, and aviation lobbying groups are supporting the measure. Last summer, the four U.S. senators from Maryland and Virginia argued that Reagan National should continue to focus mostly on regional, nonstop flights of 1,250 miles or less, and longer coast-to-coast and international service should operate out of BWI Marshall and Dulles. Dan Ronan, WTOP News. Do you have the sniffles or maybe itchy eyes? It could be marking the start of this year's first allergy season. Well, hope it's not that bad, but springtime allergies have begun. The pollen's already out. Silver Spring Allergist Dr. Inkaruka Ericosima. The juniper trees, which are related to the cedar trees, as well as the elm tree pollens, um, have already started coming out. And more trees will kick in soon. She says she's seeing patients with itchy eyes. You can also experience itchy nose, um, runny nose, stuffy nose, uh, sneezing. And sometimes people have what we call a post-nasal drip. Now's the time, she says, to start an allergy plan if you have one with your allergist, which usually includes medicines. Also, in some cases, nasal saline sprays or allergy eye drops can help with symptoms. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather, the small business outlook for 2024. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Now we go to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Michael. Good morning, drivers in Virginia. We uh, have a crash with the right lane blocked in Massapanics on 95 northbound at Route 17. Then a collision blocking the two right lanes in Tyson's Corner on the Beltway Interloop at Route 123. Now, the accident in Alexandria on 395 southbound at Little River Turnpike has been cleared up and out of the way. However, uh, delays continue there, but they are beginning to ease. 
We have construction that's been set up at the inner loop of the Beltway at the Dulles Toll Road. Two lanes there are blocked. Road work has two left lanes blocked in Dale City on 95 in both directions between Dale Boulevard and Prince William Parkway. In the district, still two separate accidents, one blocking the right lane on the southeast-southwest freeway eastbound at 6th and 7th Streets, then another accident at M Street just before the 11th Street Bridge. Delays are heavy throughout the area. In Maryland, an accident in Kensington on Connecticut Avenue. That at Veers Mill Road, no problems on 49. 270-95 and the BW Parkway. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. It is a cold start to the day out there with temperatures in the 20s and even seeing some upper teens. And now this is all thanks to the system that moved through yesterday, bringing with it some showers and even a few snow showers. Now that's all since departed. And we've got nothing but sunshine in the forecast today. Temperatures will rebound nicely as well with forecast highs near 50 degrees. Later on tonight, we're looking partly cloudy and not as cold. Temperatures dipping back into the 30s. And for your Monday, a taste of spring. Highs in the low 60s mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 29 degrees at Gaithersburg, 31 in Arlington, also 31 in Lanham. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The nation's small firms are feeling optimistic about 2024. Brett Sussman is vice president of Business Blueprint Marketing at American Express. He says small businesses have been through a lot over the past few years. I think the confidence is coming from they're feeling better about the economy, particularly inflation. In its latest survey, Amex found small businesses now focused on expansion, hiring, and using technology to get ahead. 50% of small businesses cited that they're looking to proactively expand in 2024. About 30% of small firms plan to add employees this year. Artificial intelligence is also on the minds of small business owners. They're focused in on marketing, making the materials more personalized and customer service benefits. Despite feeling better about inflation, it's still a concern among U.S. small businesses. And that is really a delicate balance and there's no playbook there for when you've, you know, become too expensive to your customer base. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, fans of The Walking Dead have something new to see Sunday night. It's 12-12. Every child deserves the best teachers, facilities, and academic programs to set them up for success both now and in the future. At Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we make that a reality for children from qualifying families who are looking for greater opportunities. Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of Chuck Milton Hershey and his wife, Catherine. 
Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund, in partnership with the Salvation Army. Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit waffhelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. Coming up on WTOP, looking for the best credit cards. More news in 60 seconds. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, I'll trust water bottles and a flashlight to save the day, but I'll be proved wrong. With a tornado approaching, I'll realize that I like a wheelchair-accessible shelter. When the floodwaters rise, I'll be up in the attic with 20 cans of beans. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You want to give your baby everything, so start with a safe sleep area. Babies younger than one should always be placed to sleep on their backs on a firm and flat surface like a safety-approved crib and keep blankets, pillows, and other soft or loose items out of the crib when the baby is in it. Learn more about safe sleep for babies at safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Good morning. It's 1215. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks so much for being with us. The most highly anticipated of the Walking Dead spinoffs kicks off Sunday evening on AMC, and a classic miniseries is getting a reboot. TV Guide's Matt Rausch joined Sarah Jacobs earlier to tell us about The Ones Who Live, the third spinoff of AMC, The Walking Dead. Love Among the Zombies, I guess you can call it. But, uh, the two of the major characters from the series who left the show before it ended, Rick, the sheriff, played by Andrew Lincoln, and his warrior goddess soulmate, Michonne, played by Dani Guerrero, and she's still wielding that sword. Well, they were separated by fate. He was whisked off. Everybody thought he was dead, but he was whisked off by this thing called the Civil Republic Military, and he's been trapped there ever since. She went on the hunt for him, and she left her family behind. And this tells about their reunion, which is anything but a meet-cute, but they will get back together. And this sort of tells their story over six episodes. Uh, it's, it, I think it is the story that the fans really want. It, it's the best of the spinoffs because the characters are so strong. And uh, Rick really was kind of the star and the leader of the show for so many seasons. So to lose him, it almost felt like the heart dropped out of the show. And now the heart is beating again. But, of course, there's still a lot of zombie action. And they have a big adversary with this military group, sort of a fascist group. And so, yeah, it's going to be kind of an interesting piece that way. But, yes, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, which was a big, big phenomenon on cable, uh, they're still trying to keep it alive, and this is one of the better efforts. And now FX is remaking Shogun. This epic miniseries was set in 1600s Japan. What can you tell us about this new production? 
Well, it's spectacular is what it is, and it's a big swing, and it's a return to sort of the classic miniseries that used to be regular events on TV in like the 80s and 90s and 70s, and this was a big one. The first one was filmed in 1980 with Richard Chamberlain, but this time the focus is less on the English sea captain who becomes immersed in their culture and more on the Japanese. The story is told almost entirely in Japanese. I say like at least more than half of it, it's in subtitles, but it tells a very uh, deep story of, of, of feudal intrigue, and it kind of has almost a game of Thrones feel and how complex it is, how many characters there are, the, the reversals, the shocks, the battles on sea and land, and so it's just a big show and it's great entertainment. I, I, hope, I hope it's successful because I'd like to see more of this kind of thing on TV. That's TV Guides, Matt Rausch. It's 1218. Are you looking for a credit card? If you'd like the best rates and terms, be sure to check some small banks and credit unions. That's the conclusion of a new report from Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, and we're going to have that story coming up. Quick look now at the top stories we are working on at WTOP. Donald Trump wins South Carolina's Republican primary, but Nikki Haley, the state's former governor, vows to stay in the GOP presidential race. Mourners gather to remember the woman shot to death after the Kansas City Chiefs' victory rally on Valentine's Day. American and British warplanes hit a dozen suspected Houthi targets in Yemen. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good evening, Michael. Good evening, drivers. In the district, still that accident, uh, two separate ones, one with the right lane blocked in the, on the southeast-southwest freeway eastbound at 6th and 7th Streets, then another accident at M Street just before the 11th Street Bridge. Delays continue throughout the area. Moving into Virginia, we have an accident with the right lane blocked in Massaponics on 95 northbound at Route 17, then a collision blocking the two right lanes in Tyson's Corner on the Beltway Interloop at Route 123. The accident in Alexandria on uh, 395 southbound at Little River Turnpike has been cleared. Delays continue to ease, but you do still have a bit of a uh, pump on the brakes throughout the area. Construction at the Interloop of the Beltway at the Dulles Toll Road is there blocked. Road work has two left lanes blocked in Dale City on 95 in both directions between Dale Boulevard and Prince William Parkway. In Maryland, an accident in Kensington on Connecticut Avenue at Veers Mill Road. In College Park, road work has the two right lanes blocked on the Beltway Inner Loop between the 95 Interchange and Route 1. No problems on 495, 270, 95 or the BW Parkway. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. The system that moved through last night that brought with it some rain and even some snow showers to the area has moved away, but it's brought some cold temperatures to start your Sunday. We're seeing upper teens to low 20s across the area under clear skies. Now, we are not expecting any rain today, actually nothing but sunshine, and temperatures rebound just nicely as well with highs near 50 degrees. Now, later on tonight, we're looking partly cloudy, temperatures not as cold with lows in the 30s, and for your Monday, a taste of spring, highs in the low 60s under mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. It's 30 degrees in Reston, 31 in Bethesda, 36 degrees at the National Mall. Well, the pandemic stopped her class from performing music she composed, but a Loudoun County high schooler is now getting many more chances to put her work in front of people. 
Addison Miller wrote her second composition in eighth grade, but she's been waiting years to hear it performed. That never got to be performed because we were going to perform it and then COVID happened. That changed in December when the Loudoun Valley High School senior was invited back to her middle school where she started composing on her own. I couldn't believe they had brought that piece back. That was very special to hear. And it was also very special because my sister, she plays violin and she's in eighth grade. So she was also playing. Her music is now appearing in school. School shows and teacher Kelly Holowecki says it's catching the eyes and ears of other students. They eat up everything that she says and puts in front of them. They love her music. In Percival, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. There is mourning now for an owl who escaped the Central Park Zoo and lived free for a time before passing. He hoots no more. Flacco, the rare Eurasian owl that captured the hearts of New York City, has died. He escaped from the Central Park Zoo and was living free. The zoo says Flacco apparently collided with a building on the Upper West Side and staff from the Wild Bird Fund could not save him. Flacco, with his striking yellow-orange eyes and kingly bearing, was beloved on social media. In the days after his escape, the owl foiled attempts to capture him and the zoo decided he could live in the wild. Allison Keyes, CBS News. It's 1222. Here's your Jill on Money question of the day. Karen from Buffalo asks, can you please explain how I should go about freezing my credit? My identity was stolen a couple of years ago, and just this week, my credit card was hacked, but attempted charges were denied. Good question, Karen. It is a bit of a hassle, but totally worth it. You'll need to contact each of the three credit bureaus directly to freeze your credit, TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax. But do keep in mind that if you need to borrow money for any reason, say for a new mortgage or a car loan, you will will need to unfreeze your credit with each credit bureau. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. A Manassas man was arrested Friday for stealing an ambulance last Monday. Ricky Lowe was one of five people taken to an area hospital when the stolen Toyota Corolla they were in crashed. Lowe fled the hospital later that night wearing a hospital gown. He had an IV still in his arm, taking an ambulance. The stolen ambulance was later found abandoned in the 4200 block of Annandale Road in Annandale. Police took Lowe into custody near a motel in Manassas. Coming up on 1224. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. And here's Frank Hanrahan. The Capitals, three-game win streak comes to an end with an overtime loss at the Florida Panthers. 3-2. to two. Caps were down one zip, but they came back and took a 2-1 lead. Milano and Wilson with goals, but the Panthers equalized with a power play goal late, and then they get the game winner in overtime. 3-2. to two. Caps will get Ottawa Monday night back at Capital One Arena. 
Great debut for DC United. Kicked off the 24 campaign with a 3-1 win over New England at Audi Field. Hat trick for Christian Benteke. DC 1-0 visits uh, Portland next week. College ball. Georgetown men beat DePaul 77-76. Howard over Morgan State 78-72. Virginia puts up just 44 points. Loses at home to North Carolina 54-44. GW drops its 10 straight. Loses at St. Louis 96-91. George Mason gets crushed at Loyola 80-59. Catholic men's hoops advances to the NCAA Division III tournament, winning their conference title. Nationals had their first spring training game. Loser 7-4 to Houston in West Palm Beach. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. And coming up after traffic and weather, a clear winner 